What's up, everybody? It's Keefe, and you're watching another edition of GhostCultMag.com's Weekly Ritual, our live stream rock and metal news show everywhere on the web, wherever you are. If you're hanging out with us, thanks for being here. We really appreciate it. We're going to go over the lay of the land, how we do the show in a second. It is almost Friday here on the West Coast. It is invariably Friday everywhere else in the world. And uh, I thank you for spending your time with us because you could spend your time anywhere with anybody. And you're hanging out with us. So thank you. Um, already got some people showing up on the gram. Pharma Diver is here, one of my favorite ghost cultists. And uh, yeah, thanks for being here. Uh, for those that don't know, if this is your first time ever seeing us, thanks. Feel free to hit that like and subscribe on whatever channel you're at. The best experience for this show is usually on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. But we appreciate you. If you're here on IG, if you're here on TikTok, I'm going to try to chop it up with you. Feel free to ask me some questions about anything we're talking about or anything in the world of rock and metal. We are your daily source for rock and metal news, 24-7, 365. We cover music all over the world. We review tons of albums, interview bands you care about, cover concerts and festivals, the whole shebang of bang. So that's what we do here at Ghost Cult. And uh, yeah, I'm super stoked. I'm actually, it's almost the weekend, so I'm going to have a beer. This is a, an Oscar Blues Dale's Pale Ale, a very popular beer that I'm fond of here. Uh, not going to be a very exciting-looking pour, but I'm just pouring one out. I'm going to take a sip from the can and do my thing. So let us get on with the show. Um, also, feel free if you're on YouTube or Instagram or the TikTok and you want to give us a donation, especially of the $5 variety, I will do a shot of this Fireball whiskey in my Hawaiian shot glass. But otherwise, I'm just going to drink this beer and be very content. Anybody that wants to give us a super chat or a super thanks, you go to the front of the line when it comes to answering your questions. So that's that. Let me drink myself down into the corner and add the deck to the live stream. So we can do the thing. Here is the housekeeping. If you're watching, you see the housekeeping meme. This is the layout of the show. First, we make some announcements, talk about some major things happening in the world. Then we go over our features we've had this week. It goes called Bands We've Interviewed, feature-length articles, anything exciting and new we're trying to promote that you should be interested in. Then... We carry on and we give you the festival news. Not a lot of it this week. A lot of festivals are ongoing or already been announced in previous shows. But announcements and stuff happening soon, as well as stuff we're participating in, as well as all the concert tours. And we had a butt ton of concert tours announced this week. We got as many of them in as I could by the press time. And uh, then we count down the major news stories of the week. A lot of stuff going on in the world. Mainstream, underground, everything in between, band merch, etc., music business stuff. Then uh, we talk about the new music released today for New Music Friday. That's a big deal here to us, where you can buy albums you should be checking out, what you can buy and stream, etc. Then we close the show with a thing from our mailbag, anything we've been listening to, sent to us, something we bought, something that was shared with us. So I always like to do something on that. And this week we have a hella vinyl to share with you so your vinyl collectors will want to watch to the end because i have something awesome all right 
Beer, beer, beer. Beer makes me feel better. On to, let's see, on to the show. So um, some big news this week. Uh, we brought you the news last week about the tragic passing of Dave Cohen. Dave from the band Chuggernaut, also a guitar tech for bands like Animals as Leaders and Striper. He passed away at a show on his day off from tour, which is horrible. Uh, Striper is Michael Sweet, launched a GoFundMe. That's the news this week. Uh, that you can donate to uh, as a fund for his wife and family for funeral expenses and whatever else. Uh, you know, money doesn't bring a person back, but in times of trouble, it can help. So if you can donate, please do. There'll be a link in our description uh, where you can donate. Uh, just some some terrible things in the music world this year. Uh, we're not, uh, by the way, TikTokers, every week you guys try to join on and co-host. I don't take on co-hosts unless they're anybody showed up from my staff, I would let them co-host, but we don't do co-hosts. We don't do music requests. I'm not trying to get demonetized. This is our new show, but I appreciate you being here. If you're here, if you want to send music into us, hit our link tree in our bio on socials, and that will tell you how to send some music to us. So uh, yeah, um, Tony Bennett died this week. Uh, maybe not the most rock and metal person you may have ever thought of, but easily one of the greatest singers of all time. Surely had a huge influence on rock and roll as a jazz singer. And I was fortunate to see Tony Bennett twice in my life, uh, once as a, a youth and another time as an adult. Um, he was 96 years old and he had had dementia for the last few years, ALS. So, um, you know, very sad. Uh, he had retired from touring. He just had a hit album a few years ago. So his voice was great. He just, you know, was starting to lose his uh, you know, his functions and his wellness. So we're very sad to hear of his passing. He is a huge a huge hero to me and a wonderful singer. If you want to check out some music that's not rock or metal, check out some Tony Bennett. Also not very rock or metal, but still important. Uh, we just had the news yesterday that Sinead O'Connor died. Sinead O'Connor was a big pop and rock star in the 80s and early 90s. Everybody knows her cover of Prince's Nothing Compares to You. It's actually a song he gave to her and then recovered himself. Prince also passed away some time ago. Uh, Sinead O'Connor struggled with mental health issues her whole life. Her son passed away last year after unaliving himself. And uh, of course, we like to always say, if you're struggling out there and you're having some problems and you feel like there's no hope, you can DM us or you can reach out to the many resources out there to get some help. You're not alone. So, uh, you know, rest in power. Sinead O'Connor is much more than one hit song. She's an incredible artist. She was, uh, by the way, canceled for ripping up a picture of the Pope. I see she did nothing wrong. But uh, she ripped up a, a picture on Saturday Night Live of Pope John Paul II, and she was basically canceled. Nobody really stepped up for her. Very few people. Today, she would be applauded. She was decrying uh, church abuse of children and, uh, you know, a big thing today, a big topic today for a lot of people. So weird that uh, she was she was doing the right thing. She saw the future and the future was bleak, but uh, she had, was a great artist. And that's the number one thing. She's a wonderful and amazing artist. So check out some of her music. Just as we went to go do the show, I got a text message that Randy Meisner, one of the co-founders of the Eagles, passed away. This is a screen grab from their Facebook because the Eagles are the most like litigious, petty band in the world in the internet. If you play one second of their song, they flag you. Um, you know. They don't let you do anything with their name, so I don't even have a photo of the, the Eagles to use. But this is their Facebook post. Randy passed away in Los Angeles at age 77 from COPD. 
He was the original bass player of the band. He was replaced after their first wave of fame by Timothy B. Schmidt, who's still with the band to this day. But Randy also was the co-founder of the country rock band Poco, which kind of invented that style that became very popular later and today. So rest in peace, Randy Meisner. Um, he was inducted into the Rock Hall with the Eagles um, some time ago, a couple of years back, but uh, had not been able to rejoin the band much uh, the last few decades. Uh, you know, the Eagles are one of the feuding-ass you know, feudin bands in the world. They're always beefing with each other. So uh, as I like to say, no Don Felder, no Eagles. He's not with them right now, but uh, Don rules. Anywho. Let's see what else. Uh, Pamela Blair. So again, none of these folks are rock or metal except for Dave Cohen. But uh, Pamela Blair, front and center here in the uh, photo, if you're watching on our other channels, uh, was in the movie A Chorus Line. She originated one of the key roles in the film. This is a, As a theater kid, this was hugely influential to me before I was into metal. And uh, she had a long career in television and film and Broadway. So just uh, sad about the passing of her. Um, I had never seen Sinead O'Connor, but I saw Tony Bennett, Dave Cohen, and Pamela Blair all live and in person. So um, tough, tough times. And then again, we're still raising awareness for Year of the Knife. They were in a terrible van crash about three weeks ago. Their front person, Maddie Watkins, is still in serious condition in a hospital in Salt Lake City. Her family and the band continue to rally around her. The band lost all their gear virtually and their van and all kinds of, you know, injuries and lost wages and who knows what the future of their band is. We're, we're hoping for a great recovery for Maddie, but it's tough. They still have a GoFundMe running. You can donate to it at the link in our bio and at the link in our description. Um, here's Jesse Malin. Once again, we're still raising awareness for Jesse. Jesse had a stroke. He is a punk rock and hard rock legend in New York City and the world. And Jesse is best known for the band Degeneration from New York City, 1990s punk rock band, and uh, a, a great artist in person. Please donate to him if you can also. All righty. Uh, here's one that's in the good news column, finally. Uh, this is, again, we are raising awareness for the Solidarity Voices comp this is from fine chamois records a boutique record label here in the bay area ergo the comp has the golden state warriors colors but this is really important for good cause the fundraiser is a benefit for the dsa sf strike labor board in its efforts to support the ups teamsters it's got a bunch of different bands rock punk rock death metal everything you can think of uh coming from the fine chamois label and beyond this fundraiser is ongoing so we're going to continue to rep this for weeks to come. There's another single coming soon, spoiler alert. And um, yeah, just check it out. That band is signing a bunch of killer bands. We got some advance notice of. They're putting out a lot of cool stuff this year, and you'll be seeing their band show up in the web pages of Ghost Cult Mag. So on to some, some more uplifting news after a bunch of sad stuff to start the show. It's sorry to start on such a bummer, but it was a very tough week, man. A very tough week. So find Shammy Records. Be on the lookout for a lot of killer stuff from them. That's all the announcements. Now it's time for some feature stuff, positivity, and some good stuff here at Ghost Cult. Let me, uh, just in case you forget, we are ghostcultmag.com on the web, at Ghost Cult Mag on almost every social. If you're here watching, thanks. We appreciate you. Here is some other stuff just to let you know. 
We have a weekly newsletter. You might see this fun image of Lemmy and all the social networks, but we have a newsletter that we share. If you're getting sick of these things, of social media and all these things, sign up for our once-a-week newsletter and get a digest sent to you with a link to this show, with our New Music Friday releases, with our feature interviews, with major news. It's not too much to read. You can read it in about one minute or click away and watch something cool and support the channel. Sign up for our newsletter. There's a link in our bio for that as well. And also hail to Lemmy, who we love forever. Also, also, what do you think about X, formerly known as Twitter? What a disaster. I think this is terrible. I have been on Twitter since before 2008. Ghost Cult has been on Twitter since the very beginning, almost 11 years. And Elon, Elame Musk, I like to call him, has changed it to X. Got rid of the bird, stripped away everything that was cool. I understand, like, from a business standpoint, they're trying to make it a hub universally other countries in the world do everything from their phone including buy everything they buy they don't use desktops and laptops as much as we do here in north america and western europe so i get on principle why they're trying to make it like a, a universal hub but i think this whole thing is dumb 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 that's just my two cents worth as i pour some more of my beer to drown my sorrows with also also so we're on there by the way Threads is a new thing from Meta that was trying to kill Twitter so far. I think it's pretty quiet there, but we're there. Also, we're on Discord. Also, we're on Reddit. If you like those things and you want to skip social media and skip these live streams and just get a digest of daily news of rock and metal sent to you, we cover most of the stories you'll see here as well as other stuff in this show we can't fit on our website or we're brand new stories tonight right before we went to, to air. And everything else we do is also direct to Reddit and also Discord. I'm also on Twitch right now. If you're following on Twitch, give us a follow. We appreciate you. Uh, we're trying to get those rookie numbers up to some legit streaming numbers. Also this week, I personally wrote a feature, Kill Em All, the debut album by Metallica turned 40. Uh, I know you all know the story. I know you all know the songs, but maybe you don't know all the details. So we tried to give you the, the Cliff's Notes of their history, the Keefs notes, if you're checking me out, and uh, a little bit of flavor of the album and why it came out the way it did and why it was such a revolution. It's not their best record, but it, it, you couldn't have all the others without the first one, right? So it's it's super important. I don't know if there's any Metallica fans out there or Metallica haters, but it's there's some stuff in there about Dave Mustaine. There's a lot of story about how Kirk Hammett got into the band, uh, but I think it's a good overview of the album ride the lightning celebrated an anniversary that's 40 years old next year ride the lightning turned 39 today but kill them all is 40 and we have some more metallica news coming up next week uh in a little bit actually next week and this week and the week after probably all righty interviews this week here at ghost cult we interviewed jeff Irwin of will haven will haven's brand new album seven is out now on minus head uh, records minus head is a Northern California record label, hardcore, post-hardcore, metal, some industrial stuff, great label. And Jeff was amazing. He's not only the guitar player and main songwriter of the band, he is also the producer of the band. So we talked a lot about production techniques and his personal preferences about how to make records. I think it's a really interesting chat for guitar players and producers as well as fans of the band. So check it out. We also interviewed Bruce Lamont of Yakuza. Now, I don't know if you know Yakuza is a Chicago sort of avant-garde doom metal band. Bruce plays saxophone through amplifiers like a guitarist. 
He is a genius song maker. He's also a vocalist. Does a lot of droney vocals and and harsh vocals. Also, we know Bruce for many years, having interviewed him about several projects. Yakuza has a new album out right now called Sutra on Svart Records, and it's amazing. We reviewed that record. I talked to Bruce all about the record. We went track by track on the whole record and uh, talked about a lot of interesting stuff, as well as his side band. It's not really his side band. It's his most lucrative band, which is his Led Zeppelin tribute band, Led Zeppelin 2, in which he uh, he is the lead singer. He does the Robert Plant role in a tribute band, and I once played in a tribute band, so I have a unique perspective as we talked about this stuff and why that makes so much money for him and why it's hard to make money in an underground metal band. But uh, Chicago scene people know them. Hi there on TikTok, uh, those watching. Thanks for wishing me a good day. I wish you a good day also wherever you are in the world. Thanks for being here. Who is here? Oh, that's cool. Good to see you here, the Boneless Ones. Nice to see you. We have our interview coming up soon with the Boneless Ones. That's awesome. Appreciate you. Moving on, you, they will be in this spot soon. Uh, over on the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast, this is Spotlights. Spotlights has a brand new album out, Alchemy for the Dead, on Ipecac Recordings. They just got off tour recently with Mr. Bungle and Melvins. They have a handful of new tour dates starting up again this weekend. And right in time for this weekend, check out my interview with Mario. Uh, it was at House of Blues in Las Vegas right after Sick New World Fest. I was coming down with an illness, actually, as we were doing the interview. I kept a safe distance. But you can hear how ragged I sound on that interview. I listened back to it. I was like, oh, I sound rough. And uh, Spotlight's is a killer band. I've managed to see them for over 10 years all over the world, which is, you know, rare for me. Uh, just happened to see them in Europe and see them many times here in the States. Shout out to Chris Enriquez, their drummer, who's an awesome dude and a friend. And uh, yeah, check out my interview with Mario. Super cool. Other things we do with the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast, some of these interviews are podcasts, this show will be a podcast this weekend, and many more exclusive things that don't show up here on the other channels. So definitely, if you like podcasts more than you like videos, subscribe and like, and maybe even review our podcast. Another podcast we support here at Ghost Cult is the Heavy Business Podcast. I will be an upcoming guest on that podcast. It's DIY music done by music business professionals, how to help your band give you some insight and intel on how to do better with your music career. And I helped contribute recently to a new episode. I'm on very frequently as a third host. So that's me. I'm there not every week, but once in a while. Another podcast I do is the Galatianly Musical Podcast, beer metal and swearing, sometimes hockey, sometimes geek stuff, nerd out, vinyl and everything. And uh, we've been doing a lot of hard rock and alternative rock stuff. And then we decided to do a fun chaser episode get it drinks and then a chaser and the chaser is the brand new album from dr teeth and the electric mayhem the muppet mayhem album the official release from the new disney plus show muppet mayhem it's a lot of fun we talk about the whole history of music and the muppet show and the muppet movies and it's awesome honestly this is a really fun record there's some originals that you will know there's some covers that are really funny and uh, I think it's awesome. So check that out. And we have some actual metal coming very soon. We're going back to the metal series very soon for something extreme and brutal. Stay tuned to this space for more on that. There's a picture of the album cover just in case. Animal at the top there on top of the top of the band. Animal always cracks me up. I don't know who your favorite Muppet is or Muppet band person is. Uh, Muppet band member. But uh, Animal is definitely one of mine beside Floyd. 
This is an opportunity to talk about our affiliate partners, Merch Bar. Once again, if you're a metalhead, you get the banners, you get some shirts, you get the hats, you get the patches and pins for your vests. We have a new affiliate deal with Merch Bar. If you use our link in the description or a link in our bio, you can get a permanent discount on anything you buy. Vinyl, shirts, patches, pins, whatever. So definitely check out Merch Bar at the link in our bio. We appreciate if you support them and buy something with our link, we get a little money back. So that helps us keep the lights on. That's what we're all about here. All righty. See if there's anybody here. Nobody yet in the comments. But again, if, you, uh, if you're new, you just showed up, feel free to drop us a super chat or a super thanks on one of these channels, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a thanks for five bucks and I'll drink this Fireball whiskey. Somebody make me drink this whiskey. Somebody, I need to go to sleep and I need to sleep through the night. Um, work is kicking my ass. How about you? Anyhow, festivals, it's time for the music festivals. We try to get this done in short order. Here's a handful of festival news items you may want to know. Inferno Festival in Norway next spring has added At the Gates as a headliner. This is amazing, huge, monumental. Just so at, at the Gates about a year and a half ago at Psycho Las Vegas, they did a huge U.S. tour we covered doing 30 years of Slaughter of the Soul. And At The Gates is headlining Inferno. I wonder if this means in, At The Gates is going to have new music for next year. I hope so. If not, they can just keep on trucking and doing what they do, play the hits, man. I love At The Gates, one of the greatest melodic death metal bands of all time. Also on the bill at Inferno Fest, Borknagar, Solstafir, Fintroll, Carpathian Forest, Cattle Decap, Keep of Kaelson, uh Sour, Convent, Cold, Crypta, Signs of the Swarm, so many killer bands, as well as the Inferno Black Metal Cultural Expositions, where you go on a bus tour around the city to all the famous black metal sites, led by Anders Auden of Cadaver and Satyricon, who is from the area and grew up with all these people in the infamous Norwegian black metal scene, mostly the good people, also some of the bad people. But anyway, just saying. Uh, Inferno Metal Fest. I hope to go someday. Maybe next year. We'll see. We'll see. I do hope to go. Attend. Once again, we are one of the sponsors of RPM Fest. A lot of news coming soon. Labor Day weekend. We will be there on site in person supporting the festival, interviewing the bands, checking everything out, eating the food, watching wrestling, buying a band merch, doing all the things. RPM Fest is headlined by Weed Eater, Moontooth, and one of their first few shows back since Nick Lee's illness. Black Tusk, and all the way from Australia, King Frickin' Parrot, bro. King Parrot also has a headline tour coming soon. We're hoping to interview the band soon. Lots of cool stuff. Goblin, Claudio Simonetti's Goblin is doing another huge headline tour, and they are playing all of Dario Argento's Demons with the movie projected behind them, and then they play the soundtrack in person, as well as a second set of hits from their other soundtrack work. Very exciting. Uh, been seen the concert multiple times, always a different experience, always fun. And uh, one of the great geniuses of our time in composition. So horror movie fans, soundtrack fans, all kinds of music, fan, heavy music fans all seem to love Goblin. So they converge in that Venn diagram of all the things. That's a blank screen. And now concerts. Here we go. Here's the concerts. There's quite a few to get through this week in case you missed them. Let's see. Uh, coming up here in the Bay Area very soon, also Labor Day weekend, uh, the final show from Ludicra. But Demolition Hammer is playing a rare West Coast show. 
opening that show two days, basically outdoors, live and outside here in downtown Oakland. Demolition Hammer, Decrepit Birth, uh, Psychosomatic, and Vorlust on September 3rd. And then on September 4th, possibly the final show ever from Ludacra, Necrot, killer death metal band from Oakland, Old Granddad, Phantom Witch, and more. Uh, go to both of these shows if you can. I will be out of town, sadly, and missing this, but I've already seen all these bands before, uh, including Ludacra, not too long ago. So if I don't ever see them again, I got my, I got my to express myself at a Ludacra show and get to see them one last time. It's super exciting. If you love black and death metal, probably some of the best ever made. Um, that is a whole thing. It's a whole ass mood. Biohazard is kicking off their European tour of festivals and headline shows. They are selling out all the shows. So if you are over in Europe and you want to catch the Biohazard reunion this year, definitely get yourself a ticket right now. ASAP, don't sleep because those tickets are selling out. They are coming back to the States. They're doing Blue Ridge Rock Fest. They're going to do some other shows, I believe. They already just played a hometown series of shows at Irving Plaza. We covered one of them. You can read that at Ghost Cult. And just super excited. They're working on new music. A lot of exciting stuff the next couple of years for the classic Biohazard lineup reunion. Mudvayne and Cold Chamber, along with Gore, Nonpoint, and Butcher Babies, Butcher Babies has already kicked off. Oh, I'm tired. Butcher Babies already kicked off their new tour. Uh, coming up, the psychotherapy sessions. Mudvayne first major headline tour in over a decade, maybe maybe 12 or 13 years. Cold Chamber first headline tour of America in seven or eight years. Gore tours constantly, and they have many more tour dates to come. Nonpoint, Butcher Baby's brand new album out right now, so very exciting stuff. Great, great lineup. Mastodon, Gojira, and Lorna Shore will kick off another leg of the Mega Monsters tour in just a few weeks. Mostly the Midwest and the East Coast, where they didn't hit last time I saw that tour, uh, not too long ago, uh, a couple of months ago, out here in California. It was amazing. <laughs> Movements is kicking off, or has announced a uh, Movements has kicked off a tour of Europe and the UK coming up this fall. They have a new album out. Uh, in a few weeks, Ruckus, I might talk to that band. We'll see. Good band. A lot of fun. Uh, also coming up in New York City, our friend, friend of the, the website and the show, Militia Vox. Uh, you might know her from the band Judas Priestess. She is debuting her new single and video at Cutting Room, which is an infamous venue. I've seen that place. Uh, I've been there a few times to see bands. She's doing a fire show. Uh, she's a professional. So don't worry, you won't get set on fire. And the opening is Dead Groovy, another band from the area, uh, from L.A., actually. But, yeah, very cool. That's uh, looking at the poster Sunday, August 20th for Militia Vox. She's sung with Judas Priest and Rob Halford and Corey Glover of Living Color. Uh, she's a fixture in the New York City metal scene. Live is doing an unplugged tour of the Northeast coming up this fall. Uh, this is a fun photo of the poster with Ed Kowalczyk as the only member of Live. Uh, there was some drama with them a while back where they kicked out a longtime member, and Ed is assumed control of the band. But uh, if you like that band from the, you know, sort of a lesser known but still great grunge band or post grunge band from the mid '90s, Live from York, Pennsylvania is pretty badass. This is uh, starting in Vermont and rolling through the whole Northeast down to Jersey 
back up to Albany and then finishing in Ithaca. Hopefully there will be no snow on the ground by the time that show happens because Ithaca can be full of snow at times. Frank Turner and the Sleeping Souls are about to kick off a huge tour of North America as well as their residency in L.A., the Lost Evenings that is so popular. They have announced a few more dates for their tour. I will see that show at Riot Fest in Chicago in September for my birthday. But also they've added a few more dates to fill in some space in September, Columbia, Missouri, Des Moines, Iowa, and Indianapolis at some clubs. Uh, Frank Turner is a genius. I reviewed his newest record, Frank Turner Hardcore, last year, and it almost broke me listening to it. Super depressing, but he is wonderful. I would like to interview him someday. Frank, if you're out there, people attached to you, let's make it happen, bro. Let's make it happen. Uh, another band we're fond of here, some one-off shows here. Another one we're fond of here is Grave Huffer from St. Louis. Psychedelic, stoner rock, great band. All you uh, stoner doom TikTokers and stoner doom Instagrammers should know who Grave Huffer is. Uh, they have several killer albums out the last few years. They are playing a show in Joplin, Missouri with Rage is My Rival and Death by Zombie. What a great name that is. So Grave Huffer, definitely check them out. Moving along, Static X has announced some new tour dates with Seven Dust. Seven Dust is about to kick off some tours and festivals of their own. Their brand new album, Truth Killers, out tomorrow. We'll talk about that in a bit. Static X and Seven Dust co-headlining, featuring Dope as the opening band. That's going to happen this fall, and I'm pretty pumped for that. I am really might, uh, might need to see Seven Dust when I go back east soon. Got to happen. I love that band. This got announced last week after we went to live on the air. Uh, Lacuna Coil, Fear Factory, and Lions at the Gate, the October Dawn Tour of 2023, kicking off on 10-13. I think it's Friday the 13th at the Masquerade in Atlanta. And two of those shows in Florida, they have added, God forbid, in place of Fear Factory. And uh, that is killer. God forbid adding a few more shows here after playing sparingly this year. They are on Lamb of God's Headbangers Boat. So I think those shows will be a war. I believe they will be a warm-up for the boat show, I believe. So, very cool. And uh, Fear Factory, again, uh, remix album out now, new single apparently in the works with their new singer, and uh, very excited for everything in the world of Fear Factory. And maybe a new Fear Factory album next year. Very exciting. Shinedown, Papa Roach, and Spirit Box are kicking off a new tour, also Labor Day weekend, September 3rd in St. Louis, running all the way to the 20th of October in Denver. Uh, Down, hugely popular. I saw them a few times. Saw them last fall at Aftershock Festival. It was a lot of fun. Papa Roach, very consistent band. And Spirit Box just blowing up, doing all the things, touring with Ghost, touring with other bands, playing festivals, headlining their own show shows. Very cool stuff. Also, also coming up this summer, In Flames has an annual metal festival in their home of sweden this is the dahlia brenner sometimes it has other names or the dahlia brenner uh, august 25th and 26th in flames playing both nights as the headliner with different sets friday they are joined by kill switch engage fit for an autopsy and the danish band marl who are a uh sort of post-metal band post-hardcore post-metal band and then saturday again in flames hypocrisy silosis and Horndal. So that is an, an excellent lineup. You can buy, Inflames makes their own beer and spirits. 
I'm sure you guys all want to have Inflames beer and Inflames gin and things like that and Inflames vodka. So, uh, yeah. Um, very good stuff. Good stuff there. <clears throat> I'm getting text messages. Like, join the comments on YouTube, homie. Like, don't text me about being on, watching my show. Join the comments. Join the conversation. You idiot. Anyway, whatever. Shout out to my boy FUBU from my band, Salty Wounds. Metal Church has announced the, uh, I can't, World Annihilation Tour. I was like, I can't read this font. The World Annihilation Tour. Metal Church just put out their new album with my homeboy, Mark Lopes, on vocals. Killer job, Mark. Congrats. Killer band coming all the way back from tragedy and the passing of Mike Howe. This is the first batch of dates. They are going to play many dates around the world the next couple of years and metal festivals, I believe, all next summer. I should really catch up with those guys for an interview. I'm going to be, I don't know if they're going to be home or not, but um, yeah, <laughs> I put you on blast. I'm sorry, Michael. I love you. Come join the fucking commentary, bro. Join in. Earshot. I don't know if you remember this band from about 20 years ago, 15 years ago. They were given a lot of, uh, a lot of grief for sounding like Tool. I feel like every band at a certain point sounds like Tool in that era, but Earshot is back. They have some, I think they have some new music and they're doing a, a brief headline tour this fall. Uh, I always thought they were pretty solid. So check out your shot if you're interested. Here's another one for the first time in 24 years. Training for Utopia has booked two Pacific Northwest shows, Seattle at El Corazon and Portland, Oregon at the Hawthorne, at the, uh, Hawthorne which I have been to. I have not been to Seattle yet. It's on the list. Also, uh, another New York area legend, hard rock, glam rock band, Zebra, is going to play a career-spanning show Thanksgiving Eve, November 22nd at the Paramount in Huntington. Big fan of that venue. We've had a lot of good times there. Covered a lot of shows there. Slash, Testament, Sepultura, many great bands. There are interviewed a lot of bands there. And uh, Zebra always puts on an awesome show. And I'm super stoked for this. I wish I could be there. I will not be able to be at this show, but I would be if I could be. You know what I'm saying? Also, shout out to Sunrod. Sunrod from New Jersey just put out a killer new album. You can check out the review at Ghost Cult. They are on the Just Say Gay tour this summer, kicking off soon. And just, I love this poster. And they put out this message with their tour flyer that I think is really awesome. Uh, Sunrod is about community, and we love participating in mutual aid. We are going on tour very soon, and we'd love to know if there's any mutual aid, community defense, harm reduction orgs, anything like that that they can use their their merch table to help promote locally from show to show. More bands need to have this energy where you're helping. It's not, and I understand that it's, the, we're going to talk in a little bit about the music industry right now, but shout out to Sunrot for really like putting it all out there and helping locally. Like this is what a band can do locally uh, to help their communities they come and perform for. So check that out. If you're going to be at any of the shows Sunrot is going to play at, Drop them a note, a DM. Anywho, uh, now's a good time to just mention that, you know, if you just join on Instagram or on YouTube and you're signed in, you can comment in our thread and give us a hard time or give us some praise. We appreciate all of it. Cheers, everybody. It's just about Friday. And it's definitely Friday for all the rest of you. It's almost Friday for me. Um, I'm going to have a sip of this beer. I don't remember if I had dinner tonight, but I'm drinking a beer. Uh, Wasp, here's some bad news. Wasp had to cancel the next leg of their 40th anniversary tour. We have been hearing 
We saw Wasp here in America last summer, last fall, and then we covered them early in the spring. And while they were on their European tour, Blackie Lawless was saying, oh, my back is so bad. I have some major back injuries and I probably shouldn't be on this tour. And he was getting cortisone shots. He was getting cortisone shots for his back just to get through each show. He was in excruciating pain, but he wanted to finish the tour. And the tour is ramping up, ready to go soon, literally next week. And he was like, I can't go. So they postponed the tour to 2024. They are going to they are going to reschedule the whole tour. Armored Saint was to open again for the another time. And they were also disappointed, but they understood they were supporting Blackie and hopefully will rejoin on the rebook tour. In the good news department, this gives Armored Saint a chance to work on their next album. So I'm pumped for that since they are already planned to be together. Big Armored Saint fan here. But Wasp is very cool live. If you never saw him, definitely worth seeing. All right, we got through all the festivals and all the tours. So here we go with the major stories of the week. I'm going to try to blast through these. I appreciate you if you're still watching. Thanks so much. Here we go. Uh, Ozzy gave us an update on his health. He, you know, Ozzy's, if you listen to Sirius XM Radio, Ozzy has his own channel, Ozzy's Boneyard. I think he's got several channels. And he has a show called Ozzy Speaks where he comes on a podcast as a co-host. And he was talking about the cancellation of Power Trip and how he's still hoping to tour in 2024. But basically he said, like, he's in pretty bad shape physically. And um, he's got these kind of uh, clot blockers that he takes and uh, sort of parts parts of his body that, um, you know, are trying to keep him alive and keep him from dying. So it's like these are the things that are complicating him. He can't really travel. It's hard for him to perform. Uh, he's trying to stay alive. He's trying to get back to performing. It's the number one thing that he loves that he wants to do. But, you know, guy's pushing 80. And, uh, you know, it's very hard. So we'll see what happens. But it was nice to get an update from Ozzy. Uh, he's just sick of being sick, you know. And I can relate. Everybody can relate. Here's Metallica. Once again, Metallica's getting ready to kick off their 72 M72 World Tour American leg for the first time next weekend at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Uh, they will play two dates in every city, just like they have all over the world. Different set list every day, no repeats. Different opening bands every day of the show, no repeats. Uh, so very cool. And uh, yeah, I will be in the first show. So I'm very pumped for that. Very excited. Uh, also, the band announced this week that they are doing year five of their Metallica Scholars uh, Foundation Fund. Uh, they donate millions of dollars to vocational schools for Metallica fans to get careers. And uh, I think that's super cool. Really nice of them to uh, really nice of them to donate that kind of money on that kind of scale. We were talking about what you could do as an independent band. Here's what you could do at the highest level. All within my hands. Does a lot of charitable stuff in every city. So this is just one more thing they're doing. The Metallica Scholars Fund. Also speaking of Sirius XM and Liquid Metal, starting tomorrow, they are going to do a week straight of Pantera themed shows across all their channels. Uh, Jose Mangan of uh, Liquid Metal will host the show. The band will have their own shows and their own mixtapes and their own playlists. They're going to do a lot of related stuff, a lot of content the next week. Uh, it's going to be Pantera Radio pretty much nonstop. So if you're a fan, awesome. If you're not, you can just not listen. Just like this show. If you don't like what you're seeing, you can bounce. It's cool. 
Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool. Seattle. Hey, what's up? I see some other people here. Oliver Frigus, Boneless Ones was here. Uh, second anniversary of Joey Jordison. That's right. Um, I didn't forget. Super sad. Um, Joey was great. One of the greatest ever at drums. Uh, I saw that dude play with Anal Blast at a uh, metal fest once. So before Slipknot was a thing, he was already a young legend back then. Also, speaking of Pantera, Rex Brown announced that he uh, got married in late June to his longtime love of his life and uh, Elena. And congratulations to uh, Rex Rocker on his marriage. Um, he posted this to social media. They got married in Spain. And now he's uh, hitting the road in Pantera with Metallica. So pretty cool. Uh, congrats to Rex. Uh, here's Clown of Slipknot. Clown has had a rough summer, as you know. His wife's been ill. He had to miss some tour dates and festivals with the band. But he posted an update that got shared. I saw it on Reddit, but it got posted to his social media. He's working on a lot of creative stuff. I'm not sure if it's for Slipknot or for himself. You know, he's directed some other movies, including Officer Down, which is like a maniac cop-style horror movie starring Kim Coates from Sons of Anarchy. But he say, sent this message up. I uh, hope everyone's had a safe weekend. I've been getting a lot of questions about the movie I've created. Decided now is the perfect time to tell you a few things. The art I've been making for a while now, the art you've been seeing has been created for the movie directly and will also help me get closer to my inner vision. I've created so much that it's now time to spread it out. I feel like he's talking about Slipknot, but it's always possible it's something else. We also have been predicting that Slipknot is going to drop their unreleased 2008 record that was recorded at the same time as All Hope is Gone. It came, the deadline, that's not a deadline, but like kind of the forecasted date has come and gone, but I still feel like it's entirely possible the band will pull out a late year surprise and drop this record. We'd love to hear it. It's supposed to be like a psychedelic soundscape, soundtrack type of album done with only half of the band. Joey was on that record, by the way. Here's uh, Scott Ian of Anthrax. I don't know if anybody is melting in North America because of climate change and wildfires and 120 degree heats, but uh, Scott Ian lives in uh, Los Angeles County, and uh, there was a huge wildfire right near his home, and he wanted to give a shout out to the firefighters, both volunteer and professional, who helped put out the blaze that was dangerously close to his home. Uh, you know, we don't want anybody's house to burn down. I, I live in Northern California. There's all kinds of crazy fires and weird doomsday skies and all kinds of stuff. So, um, you know, rough stuff there. But a uh, nice work on Scott. Here is Dog Eat Dog. Every six degrees of separation in this show just uh, happened this way. Dog Eat Dog, we told you, are uh, headed on tour right now in Europe. Festivals and headline dates. They have announced a brand new album. We got the full details and artwork. There's a story on Ghost Cult. You can check it out. Huge Dog Eat Dog fan here. And I'm super stoked to see and hear new Dog Eat Dog stuff. This is Red Rocks. I have never been to Red Rocks, but Red Rocks in. Colorado, right outside of Denver, is one of the most legendary places to see a show ever. And this is a photograph of Amigo the Devil and his full band performing at Red Rocks. They recently headlined there, first time ever. Insane. He, he shared a video recap you can check out on his socials. He has a new record. He told us when we interviewed him, uh, he has a new record that's already finished and coming out hopefully later this year. You can check out my many interviews with Amigo the Devil on our YouTube. But yeah, that was a really, really great interview we did with him. And he told us there's a new record done and ready to go. 
Definitely, definitely. All right. So you know, here, let's talk a little bit about the music business, man. This this has been making the rounds, and I don't have verification that these are true, but you're seeing this go around like a meme. The payouts from streaming. And, and I mean, these are percentages of a penny if you're watching this on YouTube or or uh, Twitch or Facebook or Twitter where the full show pops up with the deck and everything. Napster, Tidal, Apple Music, Google Play Music, Deezer, Spotify, six out of nine. YouTube at the very bottom, but, you know, there's other things that YouTube can do for you, uh, you know, beside music. It's music on YouTube is just the last few years. Pandera, Amazon, Spotify, Deezer, Apple have been around for years. I guess Napster is still, still a thing. Um, you know, artists don't make a lot of money. That's the main point of this. What's the point of this? Artists don't get paid a lot. So, you know, there was a thing today where Live Nation did their corporate report and they shared the money they made. They got a 25%, 27% increase in profits the last three months, month over month, like 27%. None of us have a 27% increase in our pay. Why do why does Live Nation still take merch cuts? Why do they charge so many fees? So you have to ask yourself these things. Spotify, that's kind of the reason I had this year. Spotify's rates just went up a dollar. Of course, none of that money is going to bands and they're laying off workers. So I don't understand. Make me understand it. Help me understand Spotify and Live Nation and everybody else. And I use Spotify and we've had ad money from Live Nation in the past. So you know, just for transparency, uh, these are, it's a business, right? And uh, yeah, so just so you know. Oh, we got some more people following here on the Clown2935 is here. I don't know if you liked my story about Clown from Slipknot Clown. Uh, Death Trip PMX, what, uh, Death Trip Mexico, what's up? Good to see you. Angelo Maraniquez, what's up, what's up? Uh, Ciro in Focus, hi, hi. Thanks for being here, appreciate you. Again, if you got some questions, drop us a super thanks or a super chat or a donation uh, of of some kind of amount, like three or five dollars, and I will drink this Fireball whiskey. Um, Fireball whiskey guy always kind of looks like the Black Sabbath logo to me a little bit, the '70s one with the winged devil angel. Anyway, moving along, just complaining about the music business. Nothing to see here. Move along. Bands don't get paid enough. Yada yada yada. Soapbox off. Here's Dave Mustaine and Megadeth. Can never have Metallica without Megadeth. And uh, Dave Mustaine gave a new interview to Consequence, arguably the biggest music website in the world. They do cover some metal. And he talked about his current relationship with Lars and James and Metallica. And he compared it to like having a girlfriend you broke up with. Sometimes you got fond memories. Sometimes it's all the bad stuff that happened. Uh, I don't know if you recall, we had a story about a year ago that broke the internet that we actually helped break that news. Here it goes, Colt, because that's what we do. We do news all the time. And uh, Dave was saying, uh, this photo is actually by Evil Rob from Boston, Mass. Shout out to our man, Evil Rob. Hope to see you soon when I visit but Rob. Uh, Dave, you know, a few years ago was approached by him and he was like, oh, you know, maybe James and I are going to do a side project someday. It would be really cool. I would like to do it. And then they were trying to put out No Life to Leather as a Record Store Day vinyl release. And then they were like, oh, Dave, we need you to sign off on it. And he was like, cool, how much am I getting paid? These are all my songs. These are most of my songs, actually, that I co-wrote. 
They're like, nothing. We just need you to sign off on it. So he was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do it for free. Give me some money. Show me the money. And they said no. So he was pretty pissed at them and said, that's why there will be no more Big Four shows. Of course, you can't really have a Big Four show without Slayer. I would endorse a Big Four show with maybe Exodus and Testament in place of Slayer and throw in some Death Angel and Forbidden and Violence for good luck. That would be an, an overkill and anthrax. You know, like, let's make it happen. But he says right now they're in an okay place. There was a period of time where Dave and Lars were texting each other all the time. And I think there's some story where one of Lars Ulrich's sons said like his favorite thrash record is Peace Cells, which, you know, I think is funny and ironic. I don't know if it's true. So yeah, tough times. Tough times being Dave Mustaine. Megadeth's on tour right now. Stick the Dime the Dead is out now. Check it out. I don't know if you've been watching Walking Dead, Dead City, the spinoff of The Walking Dead featuring Walking Dead characters Negan and Maggie. That just ended. I thought it was very well done. And the end of the sh final frame of the uh, of the sh of season one uh, featured a Nine Inch Nails song, uh, which was slipping away the remix from a Nine Inch Nails remix album from the Fragile. I think it came out in 1999 or 2000, and it was just amazing to hear you, uh, Scooter, seventy five or zero zero seventy five. Our friend Scooter's here once again. Good to see you, Scooter. Thanks for being here. Uh, no spoilers, but I'm just telling you that song is in the episode at the end. So yeah, good to good to know. Good to hear rock and metal popping up in popular places. <clears throat> Moving along, Bad Wolves has a new song out. Bad Friend. I'm not sure if this is a uh, veiled or unveiled shot at their former frontman Tommy Vext. DL, formerly of the Acacia Strain, is their current singer and frontman. He's been their producer in the past. So Bad Wolves has a new song out. They are going on tour with Asking Alexandria and The Who. In the meantime, Doc Coyle has been on tour with Ice Nine Kills, filling in for Dan Sugarman. Dan Sugarman, finally cancer-free. Shout out to Dan, by the way. That's good news. Let's, let's focus on the good news. A lot of bad news to start the show. A lot of people passing away. But let's overall, let's keep it positive. If we can, St. Vitus has a book celebrating their 10 years in existence. They met. They, they completed their Kickstarter. The hardcover book, I think it was selling for like $75, uh, which I think was like $85.90 plus the shipping. That Kickstarter is closed. They are going to have a public on sale for books as well. At some point, I'm hoping to talk to some of the folks at St. Vitus about the book. Uh, we brought you some news last week about Stabbing Westward. We don't love to highlight this kind of stuff, but Stabbing Westward's coming on tour soon. I'm going to see them in New York City when I'm there, but... Uh, Apparently, somebody was on social media, I believe Facebook, impersonating Christopher Hall of Stabbing Westward and messaging fans. So Chris put up a, a statement. This is not him. If you have been messaged by him, you have not been. Chris is a very private person. He's an incredible singer. And people are idiots. Um, Chris from Stabbing Westward is not messaging you. I know you like to think he would. He is not. He does not like social media. And he is not a public person. Plague Called Humanity is here. Hello, Plague Called Humanity. Good to see you. Thanks for joining our Rock and Metal News show. We are three quarters of the way through the show. We're almost done. Maybe more. Maybe 80% done. So yeah, uh, if, a, if you think a band is talking to you on social media, chances are it's not them. Or it's their social media manager. That's what I do for a living when I'm not doing this show. And I'm not doing this channel. Uh, Nonpoint, we mentioned them earlier on the tour with... 
Mudvayne, they have a brand new single and video out, A Million Watts. It's on their own record label. They're finally putting out their own records. I think they have a full link coming soon. Uh, sick imagery here of the broken sound dial, and the video was pretty killer. Uh, here is this member. Uh, we got a bunch of news coming up. I'm going to bang through these quickly. A whole bunch of vinyl reissues have been, been announced recently from across different bands. And I think what's happening is the shortage of vinyl and the supply times during the pandemic that were really poor are finally clearing up. So all these record labels are now releasing all of these, uh, all of these reissues. So Dismember, I don't think they've really ever had their whole catalog on vinyl. So they have uh, a bunch of their albums, like an Everflowing Stream, Pieces, and an Indecent and Obscene, all on CD, vinyl, and cassette. And I believe they've all been remastered. Check that out. That's on Nuclear Blast Records. Super stoked for that. Also, it's going the wrong direction. Sorry, here we go. Converge is going to, uh, has produced a, uh, the Dusk in Us Deluxe Vinyl on these kind of silvery moon looking vinyls. Converge on tour this year also with Botch and Caven. Very exciting stuff. Uh, I think the Blood Moon stuff is over unless they get commissioned or paid to do some more of that. But I believe we're going to get some new Converge music in 2024. I also am patiently waiting on the Opeth Heritage reissue. And I'm going to confess something. As big an Opeth fan as I am, I don't nearly have enough Opeth on vinyl. I only have Blackwater Park. And honestly, that sucks. I need to do better. Do better. And I have um, the last one. So only two of however many 15 Opeth records. But yeah, I need to... And they just reissued, I think, Still Life also. So I need to move on those. Uh, when Money Allows Lagwagon, if you like some fun punk rock, let's talk about Feelings. 25th anniversary release on Fat Records. One of the first releases ever on Fat Records. And you can get some commemorative Lagwagon socks to go along with your vinyl. That is also up for pre-order right now. I must do better, right, Scooter? I must do better. You're right. Uh, here's another bunch of reissues. This is Ripple Music. Ripple Music puts out constant great stoner doom psychedelic rock and stoner rock bands they also are big on reissues and here's three killer ones i don't think these have ever been on vinyl ever hermano has a record uh pothead by yawning man uh and another one uh ripple music check out their website at ripplemusic.com for their reissues as well as their current bands they do phenomenal stuff on vinyl is usually a download card with everything you buy and I'm really a big fan of that label, as you can tell. And also, Creeping Death has done a vinyl repress of their debut album. They just put out their new album, Boundless Domain. We have an interview with the band, with Trey, where he talked about being on Sherms as they wrote most of the new record. I think that's hilarious. Uh, another sip of beer. This is probably your last chance to drop us a donation for five bucks, and I will do this Fireball whiskey shot. But if not, that's fine. It'll stay. It'll remain for another week. And I'll just have to suffice with this beer. All right. This is awesome. So um, it was the 20th anniversary. You know, Alexi Leho died a couple of years ago. And we're all pretty gutted about it. And you're seeing a lot of stuff pop up because it was the anniversary of Hate Crew Death Roll recently this week. And so Jason Ashcraft is an incredible shredding guitar player and producer he has a youtube channel he's on all the socials and he's been doing covers with friends that's his series so he did trash lost and strung out featuring olive gallop a friend of ghost cult olive gallop of ice giant ice giants new albums coming out in september 
This cover is insane. It's insanely good. So if you love Children of Bodom and you like covers, definitely check out this cover. Offspring has a new podcast. They just dropped episode two, Time to Relax, if you know that reference from their album Crash from 1994. And it's episode two. They're talking about their whole history, what's coming up for them, kind of anecdotes and stories, a lot of fun stuff. It's fun when the punks share their history with you and tell you the old stories. All right. Doomcraft, or Doomcraft, I can never tell how to say this. I should ask them. Is dropping a new album. They dropped a new single and video. Heavy Stoner Doom. This is coming out soon. Very exciting times. That's on uh, Magnetic Eye Records, which we're a big fan of, as you know. We have some Magnetic Eye news coming soon. Jeb Sons is here. Or Jeeb Sons. Sorry if I said that wrong. Jeeb. Jeb. Jeeb. Do you need a Black Label Society beer cooler? Uh, Bison coolers and tumblers and backpacks have put out a series of Black Label Society gear to keep your brew and your coffee cold. Or hot, maybe, but probably cold. Uh, Zach Wilde is on tour with Pantera. He's not doing too much Black Label stuff, but I assume at some point we're going to get some Black Label or Zach solo news on top of the Pantera tour. Buy some Black Label merch, I guess, in the meantime. This is 20 Watt Tombstone, one of my favorite bands of all time. They announced a new album. They dropped a new single. Uh, I am so pumped for these guys. Uh, the single is called Profit Man, and a uh, big fan of them. And um, I'm hoping to interview the band again soon. We talked to them once a while back. You see me sometimes with my... 20 watt tombstone gear, also sort of psychedelic stoner rock. And uh, I think they self describe themselves as death blues. Death blues. We're almost to the end here. Orcumentary from New England has announced the new self titled EP. And I love this meme. If you're watching this and you can see this meme, this meme's hilarious. When you play orc metal for your friends, the I listen to everything, friends, and they just run away screaming. But Orcumentary is. Uh, Lord of the Rings orcs themed metal. There's this best description I can make. Synth led orc metal. I don't know how else to describe it, but uh, if you've got uh, the sword sting, it will glow blue in the presence of orcs and goblins. All right. This is amazing. Dragons of Crow emailed me. Bands, if you pitch me correctly, I can help promote your stuff. If you get to me in advance of when your thing came out, not, hey, my album's been out a year. Can you review it? Can't help you. My album's coming out tomorrow. Can you help me? Probably can't help you. But if you get in front of me and say, hey, we made a new album, and I think it's out this week, but okay, whatever. They pitched me correctly. I love the science fiction movie Crawl. I was like, this sounds amazing. I'm all about it. So I wanted to share this Dragons of Crawl. Listen to some of it. It's awesome. Kind of. Uh, the album, here we go. I'm going to pull up the band camp. The album is Journey to the Black For Fortress. By Dragons of Krull. I am now following you guys on Bandcamp. They're out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Based on the 1983 movie Krull. Shout out to y'all. Thanks so much. That's on Drip Feed Records. Uh, it was either them or their record label that got at me. So good job. Uh, get at me a little earlier next time. But very good job getting in front of me. And all you guys out there. If you're looking to send us some music. There's a link on our website. And the about page where you can do so. And at the link in our bio. At our link tree. All right, this is some uncomfortable and not good news, but I'm I saved it for the end. Yeah, YouTube, 
has been flagging us for things like death and people unaliving themselves. That is also in the news and ban controversies. We don't do that much of it, but when we do, like YouTube, give me, we're a news organization, man. Give us a break. You can't flag us for stuff that's telling the truth. So anti-flag, as you know, had some allegations made against them, specifically their singer, Justin Singh. And they immediately disbanded and deleted all their social media and turned off the Patreon and all this stuff. They finally spoke out, both the band and Justin. Justin categorically denies everything and says he'll hope to get to the bottom of it. The band felt like, well, we are a band that believes all victims, and this is pretty horrible, so we can't be a band anymore. So sounds like it was a division between the groups, and here we are. No more anti-flag. Too bad, uh, but also don't be horrible. I hope we get to the truth at some point. All right, it's time for New Music Friday. The show is almost done, everybody. Hang in there a few more minutes. Here's the albums coming out today for New Music Friday. We got some melodic death metal, Astral Born, across the aeons on prosthetic records. Dead Heat, some killer, brutal crossover thrash. Endless Torment from, uh, I believe it's an EP, from Tank Crimes and Triple B Records. Flesh Vessel, another avant-garde progressive death metal album from the I Void Hanger label, Yearning, Promethean Fate Sealed by Flesh Vessel. Coming up with Kim McAuliffe, the heavy metal legend of Girl School. Their new album, What the 45, is out this week on Silver Lining Records. If you like the old school heavy metal rock, uh, they were peers and uh, mutual partners of Motorhead for a long time. Jason Beeler and the Baron and the Baron von Bielski Orchestra. Jason Beeler, infamously, of uh, what's the glam rock band he's from? He's awesome. I can't remember suddenly. But uh, anyway, he has a record out, Postcards from the Asylum, self-released. That's out now. Myru on Trepanation Records, which is a post-metal atmospheric sludge album. Mutoid Man, probably the best record of this week. Mutoid Man, Mutants, uh, sort of punk, heavy metal. Uh, that's out now. Seven Dust, I reviewed this album. Truth Killer on Napalm Records, their brand new record label. Um, a lot of activity on... The tick of talk. Good to see you all here. If anybody's got a question, ask now. Same thing with y'all on Insta. But yeah, new Seven Dust record. Always a fun time. Great record. Signs of the Swarm, Deathcore band, uh, Amongst the Low and Empty on Century Media Records. That's out now. We did a review of that. Um, this is a rather long band name. The Sun's Journey Through the Night. And their album is Wordless on Church Road Records. That's a black metal band. Uh, we reviewed that. Uncle Aston and the Deadbeats' first live album ever, Slaughter on First Avenue on Rise Above Records. And, all, and that's it for this week. Got to the U's and I didn't skip ahead. Good for me. Uh, that's all the, most of the records, not every, there's always going to be some stuff we miss, but that's, a, you know, what we covered and probably a little bit more. I don't know if you're aware of this. We put out a video every week early in the week promoting the new albums coming out this week. And then we share the list again with all the buy links. So if you stay tuned to our site or our socials at ghostcoltmag or at ghostcoltmag.com, you will get your hands on the list. People tell me all the time, it's like, I had no idea. So-and-so band put out a new record. Uh, hey, what's up, Gio? If that's the Gio I think of, Giovanni, good to see you. Uh, yeah, man, that's all the records that are out this week. And again, I, I still can't believe people are like, I didn't know a band was coming on tour. How did I miss this band? When is Cannibal Corpse on tour in my city? They just You just missed it because you weren't paying attention. Same thing with these albums. Stay tuned to us, and I will get you filled in and covered.
So we are almost at the end here. Here is the slide that is one of the last slides of the deck every week. This is the mailbag. Yep, Geo, my dude. Good to see you. I am coming for a visit soon. Maybe we'll get together. It'll be fun to see you. I'm visiting soon. So I got a fun thing to talk about this week in the mailbag. It's a record I've been spinning. I picked this up. This is badass. This is a reissue of a classic, a black metal classic. And I've been in a black metal mood lately with Black Braid and a bunch of other killer new black metal bands. Always inspired me to go back through my collection and jam out to, or buy a new one, because I'm obsessed with collecting vinyl like a herb. And um, check this record out. So this is the classic Dark Throne record of Blaze in the Northern Sky, and I have the brand new reissued album. It's not brand new, it's like a year old, but I have the new reissue of this. So here's the classic, iconic cover uh, and uh, the back cover, of course, just replicated just like it used to be. Uh, Fenris, of course, the legend and treasure Zephyrus, Nocturnal Culto, uh, the power trio. They say they are vehemently still DIY to this day. They will never tour. You'll never get to see them live, but I think it's hella cool and important that they're still a thing. Uh, in addition to the sleeve, of course, there's an inner sleeve. With the uh, I guess it's the back of Nocturno's head. Maybe it's Fenris's head. I can't tell. Anybody that's a hair or a scalp or a head expert out there, tell us. And then uh, your lyrics, uh, in case you needed to know what the nah, black metal lyrics are for this album. And then look at this beautiful vinyl. This is usually what gets me out of bed in the morning beside news stories about metal, is these gorgeous vinyls. Uh, you know, these are amazing. Look at this gorgeous frosty blue vinyl. I'm going to hold it up so everybody can see on the different screens. Like so, like so, and like so. It would be a good idea if I embiggen myself here. Again, for like the umpteenth week in a row, you didn't get a very good view of this because I kept myself shrunk. But here is, again, this frosty blue vinyl on both sides. No swirly. Uh, not quite a transparent vinyl, but uh, frost blue. Icy blue. Like the fjords. And let's just hold up the, uh, the different pieces again one last time. Here is the back of the inner sleeve. Somebody's head in the back. Not sure whose. Lyrics, in case you need them. Amazing. Great songs. And then, uh, of course, the iconic, iconic front cover of a blaze in the northern sky. Iconic. I know that word gets thrown around a lot like legendary, but in this case, it fits. So that is our show. And that is our show. One more in the books. July in the books this weekend. Monday is the last day of the month. Um, we have some podcasts coming up. Oxide Oakland is here at the very end of our show. We just saw you guys live. I hope the rest of your shows this past weekend were amazing. You were amazing in Crockett, California at Toots. Or is it Toots? I'm not sure, but awesome seeing y'all. You were amazing. Um, and yeah, that's our new show for the week. Uh, you're catching this on a replay. Thank you. But if you watch this live and you met, some of you have been here the whole way. So you are absolutely real ones. And I really appreciate you. Uh, thanks for being here. Feel free to like and subscribe. It helps us. Give us a donation. There's a link on our homepage where you can donate to us on PayPal or Kofi and buy us a coffee when I'm not busy drinking beers. Cheers to all of you. Have a good and safe weekend. And we will do it all again next week like we do every week. Peace out.